AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on Sirius XM Triumph, Channel 132. I, I can't find my daughter. Hey, how old is she? Uh, five. She just turned five. Ming Ming Jin eventually admits that she beat her daughter to death in a fit of rage in the kitchen of their home in North Camp. Just kind of pretty well choked up. There's like no words. Like, I don't even know how, you know, you describe that. The little five-year-old girl. Ming Ming struck the girl's head against the floor. Her father cleaned her up and then unsuccessfully tried to revive her. So many regulars to this business, so many people who interacted with this little girl, they told me she was happy and social and always talking to customers. And so many of those customers made connections with this precocious little five-year-old and they were trying to help police find her. To have a child five years old die at the hands of the person that we all believe is the one person that will protect us no matter what. It's just unfathomable. I remember when Lucy and John David were five years old. I I wish they were five years old again. I wish I could start it all over again because it's been the best 10 years of my life. But they were so tiny and so precious. I, I look back at the pictures of them at age five. And... That makes it very difficult for me to reconcile a gorgeous little five-year-old girl 
murdered and found hidden in a Chinese restaurant. How are you hidden in a Chinese restaurant? I mean, how can that happen? What, they hide the little girl's dead body under a table and nobody notices? How do you hide a child in a Chinese restaurant and she's not found? When I first heard about this child's disappearance, we got on it. The little girl, Ashley, missing. Hidden in the family restaurant of Ang's Asian Cuisine in North Canton, Ohio. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us. We want justice. I don't want Ashley's murder and the hiding of her body to go unnoticed as if it never happened. Her being just another statistic that goes on the FBI list of how many child murders there were. Somehow I want her name to be remembered because I'm going to remember it. Let's start at the beginning. Joining me. My longtime friend, Jane Velez Mitchell, founder of JaneUnchained.com, journalist, animal rights activist, and investigative reporter, Dr. Patricia Saunders, psychologist joining me out of Manhattan, Vincent Hill, private investigator, and Ashley Wilcott, lawyer, child advocate, and founder of Child Crime Watch. You can find it on Facebook. Alan and Jackie, of course, everyone, thank you for being with us as we dissect the case of little Ashley. Let's start at the very beginning when Ashley goes missing. Alan, what what happened? How was she reported missing? Well, there was a 911 call saying that she's missing and it started a search. Hold on, Alan, before you go any further, let's take a listen to that 911 call and see what we can learn. Hey, what's going on? I, I can't find my daughter. Hey, how old is she? Uh, five. She just turned five. There goes, stop it. Okay, and you're at Ang's? Ang's, yeah. When's the last time you seen her? Uh, uh, this afternoon, probably. Around what time? Uh, three, maybe four. What? Five. Five? five. You saw her at five? What was she wearing? Oh, okay. What? What was she wearing? Uh, she's wearing a purple winter coat. Uh, I, I don't know what those things are called, but they're not jeans. They're like... like leggings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What color were they? Uh, grayish. Okay, and you haven't seen her in five hours? About, yeah. I I mean, she was there sleeping. I, I mean, you know... Where was she sleeping at? In the restaurant? Yeah, yeah. She she was sleeping there, and I picked up my older daughter from school. We all saw her sleeping there. So, and, you know, we went to work, and, you know, we let her sleep, we, and we got busy. And then uh, uh, after it got busy, you know, we started cleaning up, and, and then, you know, we opened the door, to, and she's not here. Okay, Alan, as I'm listening to that 911 call, I am looking at photos of little Ashley, and it's just killing me. I want to go to the discovery of her body. 
Exactly where was her body found, Alan? It was found in her parents' restaurant. And it... <laughs> It was in the in the kitchen. In the it had been there during the whole search. It had been right by the freezer. Yes, and there had been a statewide search for it. Jane Velez Mitchell joining me. Jane, this brings back so many memories of the whole state and turning into a nationwide search, looking for this five year old little girl. Just absolutely beautiful. The long dark hair, the big brown eyes, the big smile, the perfect little teeth. The whole state was looking for her, and she's right there in Aang's Chinese cuisine the whole time. How is it, Jane? Her parents didn't find her. Well, because the mother killed her, and the confession video is absolutely chilling, Nancy, and it is just creating just a firestorm of outrage around the country because she's talking to the investigator like, oh, a, a misplaced order or where she didn't get the order right. And she just casually says, I just killed her. And I told my husband to take care of it. Literally emotionless. What's so shocking is how casual she is. And it doesn't take long for this investigator to break her. And you're right. There are such chilling parallels to the Casey Anthony case. A mother saying, please look for my child. And all along she knew uh, exactly where the child was and um, was so blasé and casual. Ashley Wilcott, lawyer and child advocate, founder of ChildCrimeWatch.com on Facebook. Ashley, have you listened to this woman's confession? I have. The mom? Oh, gosh. And there's no emotion. It is absolutely crazy to listen to because she does just say it like it's another day in the park and it's not a big deal. And she also states she didn't say she even hid the body or had her husband hide the body. Instead, she said, oh, I told my husband to dispose of the body like a piece of trash. You know, it's amazing to me. Luckily, joining me is Vincent Hill, private investigator, and Dr. Patricia Saunders, a well-known psychologist out of New York. Guys, before I go any further, I want you to hear exactly what they're talking about. Take a listen to this shocking confession. I know that you're not crying. You said I don't have nothing left. Is that what you told me? You don't have no tears left. You don't have nothing left. Ming Ming, your daughter's dead. What happened? How did she die? Just kill her. And then she died. Did you hit her? Yeah. Dr. Patricia Saunders, boy, do I need to shrink right now in, in so, on so many levels. But let's just start with this confession. Her affect is so flat, Pat. And another thing mm-hmm. that really struck me with what Jane Velez Mitchell said was like, it was like she had a misplaced order at Aang's Asian cuisine. It was just so casual. I think there's a tiny piece of this that is cultural. Uh, and has to do with the differences in language that, especially if she's from the provinces, that the Chinese cultural uh, people tend to handle anxiety by freezing up and by presenting a bland, blank face. But nonetheless, it's still cold as ice. It seems like this is a mom who simply did not bond with this child. And the fact that it was a girl child in China makes her garbage. 
You know what? When you just said something I don't understand, you don't bond. You don't bond. Oh, 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 and another thing that Jane said earlier, she said this reminds her of Tot Mom. Reminder, Tot Mom never asked anybody to find Kelly. It was the grandmother. Okay. So I'm wondering, uh, Vincent Hill, private investigator, why bother to call 911? I mean, she killed the little girl. And she was hidden there in her own restaurant. As people were eating, I mean, she they were looking for her for a, a long time. And as people were ordering Chinese and eating and cooking and all that, the little girl's body was in the restaurant. Yeah, Nancy, I, I think that call was based strictly on nothing uh, but guilt. She knew what she had done, knew she had to report it before it went too long because too many people would start asking questions. She went ahead and placed a 911 call. And I, too, have seen the confession video, and I, I've sat across an interrogation table from some very hardened criminals who had more emotion than this mother showed who had killed her little five-year-old. I, I, I just couldn't believe it. Let's take a listen to more of that confession, that chilling confession. Did you hit her? Yes. Okay. How did you, how did you hit her? How? Yeah. You can to do that. Okay. You know, um, Ashley Wilcott, you know very well that the state never has to prove motive. I mean, the law does not require a prosecutor to climb into the mind of a killer, wander around, and figure out why. That's just not part of the burden on the state. The state is to show who did it in the correct jurisdiction and hopefully how. That's what the state has to prove. But practically speaking, Ashley Wilcott, don't you believe the state needs to show motive as a practical matter? Sure. And I think that everybody wants to know why, because you also want to know in the future, how can we help prevent these kinds of crimes? And here's what's fascinating in this case. This mother states, oh, she was overwhelmed because the child was disobedience. And she even says, hey, you can't control yourself sometimes. So I guess that's her motive in this case. You know, it's just overwhelming to me that that could be her motive. But you're exactly right. Take a listen to what Murder Mom says. I only take care from the restaurant. I only have two hands. I'm not four hands, girl. I'm two hands. I don't want to do that to Ashley, but you can't control yourself sometimes. I don't have four hands. I'm not four hands, girl. I, I... did she just say that, Dr. Patricia Saunders? I don't have four hands. I'm afraid so. She expected a five-year-old to help out in the restaurant. But listen to this. Listen to this. Vincent Hill, private investigator. The mom who murders her little five-year-old girl blames the grandparents. The grandparents. She ships the little girl back to China, I think, for the summer and says she comes home and is disobedient. Maybe she didn't want to come home to a mom that beats her. Maybe that's why she's disobedient. And when you beat a child, what do you expect is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, absolutely, Nancy. I mean, that was the biggest uh, scapegoat, if you will, that I've heard. She was sent to her grandparents' house and she came back disobedient. I mean, when my kids were younger, they went to my grandmother's house. Did they come back acting different? Absolutely. That's what all kids do when they go to their grandparents' house because they get spoiled. But that does not justify, nor does that mean 
you can just snap and lose it all because you have a disobedient child. That's part of being a sure, parent. Yeah, do Children that. don't always Great. listen to what their parents say. Let me pause just briefly and thank you for joining us here on SiriusXM 132. It means so much to us that you are joining us in our quest for justice. I also want to thank our partner, LegalZoom. What will your story be in 2018? Now the holiday rushes over, LegalZoom can help you make this a memorable year before all the distractions take hold. Make this the year you finally get serious about launching and running your own business. Rest easier knowing your family's future is squared away with the right estate plan. LegalZoom's been helping people like us take care of dreams and responsibilities over 16 years. They're not a law firm, but they've got the resources to keep you on the right path, including advice from a nationwide network of independent lawyers, all at your fingertips. Whether you want to take your business to the next level or take control of your family's future with an estate plan, LegalZoom plugs right into your life so you can take care of things that matter most. Get off to a strong start in 2018 at LegalZoom.com. Do it today and get special savings when you enter N-A-N-C-Y, code Nancy, in the promo box at checkout. LegalZoom. Where life meets legal. Legal Zoom, thank you for not only being our partner here today on Sirius XM 132, but helping so many people across our country. Thanks, Legal Zoom. Police say they got a tip of where the reported missing girl might be. I know she didn't wander off on her own. I knew something was wrong. I just was not expecting to this. It's heartbreaking. It's very heartbreaking. Just kind of pretty well choked up. There's like no words. Like, I don't even know how, you know, you describe that. The little five-year-old girl. The one thing we wanted at the end of the day was uh, to recover that girl alive. Police say Chen struck her daughter, Ashley Zhao, with her right fist multiple times, so hard it killed her. I'm just shocked. Um, just his personality, he, he just does not seem that way. She was a little more reserved than him, but... Again, nowadays you never know. When this type of revelation comes about, it's, it is really devastating um, and just more so sad for that little girl. A gorgeous little five-year-old girl murdered and found hidden. How do you hide a child hidden in the family restaurant of Ang's Asian Cuisine in North Canton, Ohio? The little girl, Ashley. We now know that the father of the little girl, Lang, tried to revive the child. What do we know, Jane Velez Mitchell, about the cause of death of this five-year-old little girl who was then stuffed in a corner and hidden in a Chinese restaurant? Well, it was a fatal brain injury, and you're right, Nancy, after it happened. And prosecutors said it's not premeditated. She had essentially a fit of anger and hid her child. And then they tried to revive her, and when they couldn't revive her, the wife says to the husband, take care of it, and then he hides the body. So he's also in big trouble, and will do time. But uh, what's really interesting is this woman's backstory. She came here from China as an illegal immigrant. She said she was persecuted in China because she's a member of a meditation group, uh, Falun Gong, and they are, they are basically uh, persecuted in China, and then she starts this restaurant. So I think she had a very hard, 
hard life, not to make excuses for her. But I think a part of her just shut down at a certain point and her values became confused. Keeping the business running was uh, her obsession and the daughter came second, third or fourth. And the prosecutors also said that the husband was abusive to both the wife and the child. So on top of everything else, she was oh, an really? abuse. Is that what they say? That's what the defense says. Well, then, of course, here's what her defense lawyer has to say. There's a tremendous amount of pressure that was put upon this couple and the family. Um, this led to violence in the home. And the unfortunate uh, byproduct of this violence was the death of Ashley. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Not to steal a line from the late, great Gomer Pyle. This is the way I see it. America gave her asylum. They gave her the opportunity for a better life. She married a bright young man. And I'm looking at their wedding photos, which actually are better than my wedding photos. And she's got on a faux mink, white mink jacket, beautiful pink roses, She's gorgeous. He's dressed up in uh, the white jacket tuxedo with the black pants with a matching flower boutonniere on his chest. They have a family business that they own and operate. And then they get the greatest blessing that God can give, I believe. And that is a child, a beautiful child. She has it all everything. That's the way I see it, Ashley Wilcott. Completely agree with you, Nancy. And I have to say this, while there are some allegations that the husband was abusive, she does not in her confession act like what we typically see as a victim. Now, this doesn't mean all victims act the same, but she doesn't present as a victim or someone who's been um, beaten and physically abused and a victim of domestic violence. She she seems very certain and sure of herself. Now, I'm no doctor, but I would just take that into account. You know, I worked at the Battered Women's Center for nine years while I was a prosecutor, and I fully understand the battered women syndrome and I side with battered women who don't have a way out of their home life or can't see that they have a way out. That in no way justifies murdering your five-year-old little girl. No way. And to bring that up to me, in my mind, is an insult to this five-year-old little girl. I'm not having it. I'm not accepting that as an excuse. Listen to this. I know that you're not crying. You said I don't have nothing left. Isn't that what you told me? You don't have no tears left. You don't have nothing left. Ming Ming, your daughter's dead. What happened? How did she die? Just kill her and then she died. Did you hit her? Yes. Okay. How did you you hit her? How? Yeah. Do you have yeah. hands to do that? Okay. I only hit you from the restaurant. I only have two hands. I'm not four hands, girl. I'm two hands. I don't want to do that to Ashley, but you can't control yourself sometimes. I told my husband I'll take care of it. Okay. So you, you're telling me that you told your husband 
I told my husband to take care of it. Both parents arrested after the horrific discovery, and it sounds like mommy's blaming everybody but herself. But again, back to Jane Velez Mitchell's observation that when she called in on 911, she acted like she'd, you know, maybe lost one of her orders, one of her Chinese food orders. Well, the judge had harsh words for her. I find it difficult to imagine the horror for your child, Ashley. Barely five years old, barely five years old. The void of love, the complete absence of protection, the presence of such anger, the horror of being beaten by her own mother. And I use the word mother with great pain, I find, when talking to you. It's insulting to mothers who do what they are supposed to do for their children. No number of years is enough. A hundred years is not enough. We can't do anything to help five-year-old Ashley now, but let me give you this number now. It's for child help. I know the ladies that, I personally know the ladies that started child help, and I'm very impressed with them. Alan, what is the toll-free number for child help? It's their National Child Abuse Hotline, 1-800-4-A-CHILD or 1-800-422-4453 or find them at childhelp.org. 1-800-422-4453, 1-800-4-A-CHILD. It's the Child Help National Child Abuse Hotline, and it's dedicated to stopping and preventing child abuse. It serves the U.S. and Canada. It's staffed 24 hours a day, seven days a week with crisis counselors and interpreters who provide assistance in over 170 languages, including Chinese. I want to pause and thank our partner who is making our program today on SiriusXM 132 possible. Does anybody beside me worry about blood pressure. I am because just the other day, it was over the holiday. Ashley, I don't know if you saw this, but a local newscaster just mm-hmm. dropped dead like in her mid fifties from a stroke. Yeah. Did you read about that, Ashley? I did. I did. I know her, knew her. I was yes. stunned. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know and leaving behind her family, you know, Ashley, I cannot afford to drop dead of a stroke and leave the children to be raised by my husband alone. God bless him. I love him. He's a wonderful father. But I mean, I, you know, when I come home from being out of town, nobody's brushed their teeth. It looks like a cyclone hit the home and they've been eating McDonald's cheeseburgers ever since I've been gone. Okay. So no, no, and no, I got to keep living. Now, this is what I found out about. Everybody's talking about superfoods, which are nutritionally dense foods that benefit your health. Did you know beets are one of the most powerful superfoods you can put in your body? They're loaded with nutrients that increase blood flow, which helps your blood pressure and increases energy. But who has time to go get fresh beets, prepare them, and cook them every day? I do not. 
Now you can get those energy benefits from beets in a powerful, concentrated superfood drink, Super Beets. Only Super Beets made from beets grown to exacting standards, then concentrated down into superfood crystals. Super Beets promotes your body's natural ability to produce healthier circulation. That gives you increased energy and stamina. If you want those benefits of a superfood, call 800-516-0683 or go to nancysbeets.com, N-A-N-C-Y-S-B-E-E-T-S.com, nancysbeets.com. Now, with your first order, you get an entirely free 30-day supply of superbeets. Free, plus indicator strips to see how Super Beats working for you, plus free shipping. Hey, you're not going to get that at the Vitamin Store. Call 800-516-0683 or go to nancysbeats.com today. Super Beats. You know, I've prosecuted so many child abuse cases, I can't even count them all. Uh, children so helpless that can't take up for themselves, that cannot defend themselves. Now, a spate of publicity surrounding the torture and death of another of our society's helpless, and that is man's best friend, dogs. I was shocked when I read a story about A dog found frozen solid after being left outside, chained in its kennel for a month. Um, Right now, Alan, you are telling me what the temperatures are outside. What what are they, Alan? It is actually colder on the some parts of the northeast U.S. than it is on the surface of Mars today. And we know that's not good. Police investigating the death of a dog chained outside a Connecticut home in bitter cold, bitter cold, and found frozen inside its doghouse on New Year's Day. The Hartford cops say the dog may have been outside as long as a month. The little dog frozen solid. When the officers got there, according to Deputy Chief Brian Foley, it's just heartbreaking. Um, WTIC-TV reported a veterinary assessment says the dog had been lying in fecal material, which was found frozen onto its body. Jane Velez Mitchell joining me from JaneUnchained.com. Jane, what happened? The dog was apparently out there for months because the dog's owner was in jail and had a family member purportedly taking care of not only the dog that was found frozen solid outside, but another dog that was found malnourished and shivering inside the home. And neighbors say that essentially there was a burst water pipe inside the home and somehow the dog ended up chained outside because of that burst water pipe. Why both of them uh, weren't outside or both inside and kept together is a mystery. But imagine the mentality of a family member who's supposed to take care of two dogs and then leaving that dog, not just outside, but chained outside. 
This is a torture killing. This dog, it's seven degrees right now in Toledo, Ohio. This dog was left outside for a month and chained inside this dog. I mean, I can't even imagine it. And unfortunately, Nancy, it's happening all over the country as this extreme cyclone bomb or whatever they want to call it of cold is enveloping a good part of the nation. We also have another case in uh, New Hampshire of a woman charged with neglecting 22 German shepherds, leaving them in a barn with no heat and with their water bowls frozen solid so they couldn't drink the water. I mean, it's unimaginable. And I say anybody, when it comes to kids and dogs and animals in general, be a nosy neighbor. If you see something like this, call the cops, call the Humane Society before a dog freezes solid. To Dr. Patricia Saunders, psychologist joining us, how can people be so cruel to animals. And, you know, I'm seeing it more and more and more cruelty to animals, but to die in this manner. You know, Patricia, I just took the twins skating, ice skating um, in New York, and it was so cold. I would make them come in every 15 minutes to get hot chocolate and warm up and had the little heating pads on their hands and over their toes and I I can't imagine leaving a pet outside like that. What's the thinking, Patricia? I I don't even know if it is thinking, Nancy. It's To me, there isn't terribly much difference in the psychology of child abuse and animal abuse. They're objectified as things, as possessions, not as feeling, being, or thinking entities. And we know that dogs in particular have the mental functions of a two-year-old human and that they do experience emotion. So it's unfathomable to me. As a private investigator, you've seen it all. And it seems to me this level of cruelty has got to seep into the rest of your life. Yeah, absolutely, Nancy. And what I can tell you when I was back in patrol policing the streets of Nashville, you know, it was not uncommon when I would answer a, a call for domestic violence against a child that you would see, you know, some animals that were just, you know, very well malnourished and just left to their own devices. But the great thing about the state of Ohio back in 2016, a unanimous vote 33 to zero passed the Goodert's law, which makes animal cruelty actually a fifth degree felony. So I think these dog owners here in Ohio have more problems than they realized when they did what they did. I mean, it's it's very tragic and cruel that this dog was left out in seven degree weather when, you know, here in Atlanta, it's 22 degrees right now. And I don't want to step outside the comforts of the heat that I'm in right now. You know, it, there, there's more than just these two stories. The one I told you about, the one with the German shepherds that Jane Velez Mitchell told you about. There is one now out of Michigan I've just learned about. On the very first day of the new year, county animals in need of homes and rescues posted about a dog found frozen to the ground at Welch Boulevard in Flint. After finding the dog, which the group named Felice, his injuries were addressed, but he was frozen, discovered frozen 
to the ground. At first, they thought he would lose one of his legs because of this, but he's now having to have surgery, surgery to save the leg. How can you leave a dog frozen to the ground? Alan, what do you know about that case? Well, it was on New Year's Day, and it was in Genesee County in Michigan. They found this dog. This is an older dog, uh, and I'm looking at the picture. You see the picture of it? Yes. It looks like a, a dog my, that my, that my mom senior. had. It's a senior dog. Yes, right, uh, which I can relate to. Uh, the organization said they originally feared that Felice, which they named him, would lose one of the legs due to that being frozen to the ground. But guess what? Uh, they've given him surgery, and they've saved the leg. And there's more surgery set for this week. Well, it doesn't end there. In Franklin County, that's in Columbus, there was a tragic reminder to bring your pets in during this Arctic blast. And that's according to the Franklin County Dog Shelter. They have been alerted that three dogs have been found frozen dead. It's simply inhumane. Anybody that's been outside has felt the pain of their fingers freezing, their toes freezing. Dogs can't regulate their body temperature. They don't have on a coat. They can't just rush in from outside, and they die. The Franklin County Dog Shelter alerted the Humane Society about the three deaths and are now pursuing animal cruelty and neglect charges. What about that? To Jane Velez Mitchell, I think the owners should be prosecuted. This shouldn't just be a sad story. This is a crime, Jane. It absolutely is, and they need to be prosecuted. And thank you for covering it, Nancy. And I believe it should be illegal to leave your dog chained outside under any circumstances. Nobody, no sentient being wants to be chained outside on, on some kind of chain. It's a prescription for disaster, and it needs now to end. Now we do see one arrest so far. A woman charged, just charged, cruelty after police say her dog froze to death in the bitter cold. Her name, Michelle Bennett. Age 50, old enough to know better. Michelle Bennett arrested for one count of animal cruelty. Her dog froze to death in a doghouse at her home. Now, according to the police report, uh, we also hear from a Dr. Stephanie Henry, a Windsor veterinarian, the dog was brought to her clinic around 6.30 p.m., and it was frozen solid. It was also malnourished. He was underweight, and he was frozen solid. Now, her bail is only $2,500. She's going to get out on bail, but I'm taking a look right now at the mug, the mug shot of Michelle Bennett. Patricia Saunders, she's 50 years old. She should know better. Just because she's 50 doesn't mean that she should know better, Nancy, that she's an adult. And people are stuck in primitive Wait, thinking. Who wouldn't know better than to let a dog freeze and starve outside? Who wouldn't? To be frozen solid like a cube of ice, Patricia? Are you it's trying cruelty. to actually defend her by saying she didn't know better? No, I'm saying that cruelty I think and you sadism are. I override. Think you are. No, 
I'm saying that knowledge doesn't mean anything in terms of how old one is. It's a matter of your heart. And this woman has a cold, cold heart. And I think she's guilty of murder. Never mind animal abuse. Not only that, in Michigan, animals found frozen to the ground. Uh, Now, the other dog I told you about having to have surgery. A dog frozen to death in an outdoor doghouse in Butler County. I mean, it goes on and on and on. How how many more times does this have to happen? And can you imagine the pain the animal goes through? Vincent Hill, private investigator, this isn't like picking up a gun and firing it in a fit of anger. It takes time for a dog to freeze solid like an ice cube. Yeah, it's a very slow and painful uh, death, Nancy. And keep in mind, while this is going on, the dog still has its needs, like needs to eat, it needs to drink. So not only are you freezing to death, you're essentially starving and being dehydrated to death as well. It's, It's very sad. Alan, how can people report crimes like this or inhumane treatment of animals? Nancy, the Humane Society of the United States says that if you see animal cruelty, you can call your local animal control agency as soon as possible, or just dial 911 and tell the emergency dispatcher, because by law, any alleged animal cruelty has to be investigated. So they say also that you should document it. Be sure to document the case with your cell phone video or take pictures, make notes of dates and times, specific details that would help the appropriate agency investigate. If your county doesn't have a proper animal welfare agency or your local police you don't think are really equipped to handle an animal cruelty case, then email the Humane Society at humanesociety.org. You'll find their address or call them. They have a a number that's not 24 hours, but it's most hours. You can call them at 866-720-2676-866-720-2676. I want justice. And for people that poo-poo the feelings and the lives of animals, remember, remember, what you do to the least of mine, so have you done to me. That's what I have to say. And I want them all to go to jail and sit there and think about what they've done. And you know what? Maybe we can let them go in without a coat. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Generations Riviera Maya Resort and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.